Pandemonium Reigns. Hello, friends and family. Pandemonium Reigns back at you. Episode 66. Look at us, man. Golly. It's up there. It's up there. Thanks for tuning in with us. I'm Dan. He's Mike. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for letting us tickle your ears wherever this may find you. Here's what you need to know for today's episode. It is NFL Draft Week. Because it's NFL Draft Week, push the subscribe button, push the like button. Those act, those two <laughs> things don't actually correlate at all, but this is just what you should do. For Exactly. We noticed some YouTube trends, uh, so we appreciate that. That's going up. Uh, so thank you for that. Thank you for loving us. Oh, so well. We're going to talk NFL Draft because it's here. It's time. So thanks for tuning in on this Orange Cast special. And we're, what we're going to do is talk about mainly the quarterbacks uh, that are going to get dropped in this thing, some receivers, where we like our Vols to go, where we, what we think some other pieces are going to happen. We're not going to walk through the whole thing, not going to walk through the whole draft order. We talked about doing a mock draft, but – um. Just not going to happen. We're going to hit the highlights, what we want to happen, what we think is going to happen, so forth and so on. One more thing before we begin, though. If you're on YouTube, you have the benefit, the pleasure of witnessing Michael's hair. Look at this. Give him a, give him a little side profile there. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Can you shake it without losing the... <laughs> oh, I can shake it. I can shake it real good. <laughs> So let's talk. Let's talk quarterbacks. And you've got let's a handful it. of teams that need quarterback. Obviously, <laughs> Panthers with the first pick, Houston with the second pick, Indianapolis, Las Vegas, the Rams. Maybe there's a conversation there. Yeah, the Jets could invest in a quarterback. Tampa Bay and Washington. And I believe, yeah, absolutely. Tell me if I'm wrong, but is, are are the Commanders? The new Cleveland Browns and Cincinnati Beagles where players go to die. You know, wait, let's let's recognize that they were just sold. I, I believe this the sell is final because I, I looked them up today trying to figure out the quarterback depth, actually. And um I noticed that Wikipedia still lists the Snyders in the ownership there, but I'm pretty sure they just sold. Mm-hmm. Dude, the minute that that thing sells, they're gonna be like like Brady and Belichick's Patriots. Like that's the benefit of of getting out from under Dan Snyder. That's what that is. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. What no a clown. Kidding. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting to uh, to see what happens there. But nonetheless, until I'm then, go- yeah. And nonetheless, I'm going to say Washington is the new as the new place where players go to die. Yeah. Um, anyway. And and you mentioned the Rams. They have the uh, unfortunate fact that I. That, Per ESPN, of not having a first round draft pick, still, I'm, I'm still thinking that's related to the Stafford trade, but because the the Lions actually have two, so mm-hmm. it's probably probably what that is. But um, yeah, I mean, Rams, they need to be thinking about the future. Stafford didn't even make it through last year, coming off the Super Bowl, so time to be thinking about the future. There, it's gonna be a could be a long term rebuild once they lose some of these veterans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this 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 year's NFL draft is going to set up well for this conversation, kind of make it easy for us going yeah. into it. Carolina Panthers have the very first overall pick. They're on the clock. They got this pick from Chicago. You know they're going to go to quarterback. Question is, what quarterback are they going to go? I would love to hear your thoughts here. Yeah, and my gut feeling, if if I'm picking, it's Bryce Young. I don't care how short he is. I don't care how how thin he is. He's not going. He's not going to be going to class anymore. If he even bothered doing that while he was in college, he's going to be focused <laughs> on football. Yeah, and he is a 
fantastic, dynamic football player. I mean, the year that he had this year with losing some of his receiver weapons and not having the same Alabama receiver room that we've known for a little while, fantastic player. Just phenomenal throws, can put it anywhere on the map and can keep plays alive. I mean, he's he's the the prototypical modern quarterback, especially. I mean, if he was a little bit taller, he'd especially be, but I mean, he's he's gonna be fine. Look at Russell Wilson. Look at some look at Kyler Murray. I know he's not lived up like you'd want him to, but Bryce is gonna be fine. If I'm picking, that's who it is, number one. If it, I'm, I'm glad I'm, I love that you said this because I got I got Bryce as well, and I love that you pointed out his height. When are we going to stop spinning this narrative? It, it just it makes no sense. I, and, and I think you gave great examples. Kyler Murray is proof that it can be done. Russell Wilson is proof that it can be done. But here's 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 my point that I want to make. If Drew Brees can do it, who is, does yeah. not have that mobility, yeah, then Bryce Young can. Absolutely, absolutely. And you and I talked about predicting how we think it'll go and what we'll do. I actually think, you know, all of the the blame game and the let's tear guys down and and throw people off. Who are, who are we going to take? Let's let's be secretive and be spies. I think Stroud will actually be taken first. I, but despite the buzz, I think Stroud gets taken first, and Bryce would be the second quarterback taken. But if I'm picking on Thursday, it's Bryce Young. I'll just say this: if I am the general manager for the Panthers, whoever that is, I'm okay with either. I'm I'm, yeah. I'm really really happy with both. I'm personally I'm going to say it's Bryce Young. I can see it being Stroud. However, if it's Stroud first, that kind of messes up my whole <laughs> spill yeah. from from yeah. the get. But I'm just gonna I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna predict that it's Bryce Young. I, I, he's not that Stroud Stroud is not special, but Bryce Young is, has the it factor. He's special. He's uh, he not that Stroud is not mobile. Young is more mobile. I I don't mm-hmm. know that we've ever seen a quarterback as good as Bryce Young in eluding pressure and maintaining his eyes downfield. It's, it's phenomenal. It's 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 phenomenal. And the narrative of small hands, short, whatever, it's got to stop. Because honestly, tell me size wise, size wise, the difference between the offensive line for the Carolina Panthers and the Alabama Crimson Tide is it is it? Are you telling me it's that much different? That and I mean, he, it's going to be a tough situation. Are, are we going to say that he's just he can't play in the NFL because he's so short? So like, it's going to be a tough situation if he goes to the Texans or or the Panthers. Can he not make it? Neither. I mean, can he not make it yeah. in the NFL? Is that what we're saying? That's what we're saying. Apparently, that's what we're saying. Whatever. Houston Texans. After Bryce Young goes off, the Texans are up. They need a quarterback. Yes, they do. They, they desperately need a quarterback. <laughs> they, they need a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah. But CJ at this point, if, especially if it's Bryce, right? I mean, absolutely. Is is you know, uh, there's no J in his. There's not a J in his name. It's just that's his nickname. But there's not actually his middle name doesn't start with the J. It's it's I can't remember his first name right now. But it's it's his name is CJ that he goes by. There's no J in his first or second name. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. But I would still draft him. I wouldn't care about that. And again, if 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 Bryce goes first, you take CJ Stroud second. That's what you do. I yeah. I don't think, and you know how te- these teams do it. They are always looking to the future. Can we get a better guy next year? I don't think so. I mean, I would plan to win as much as I can right now, and and you're still going to be picking fairly high next year. Do you want to take the risk of losing this year, not getting Drake May or, uh, you know. Caleb Williams next year. Do you want to take that risk? I, I don't see why you would. Go Melton. 
Exactly. Joe Milton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be really dumb. So, you know, and I mentioned this because there's been mocks with Will Anderson or a defensive guy for the Texans there. And, I, and they do have D'Amico Runs, a defensive guy, head coach now. Surely it's CJ Stroud. I mean, you got to plan for the future now and not continue to bet your future away like teams do. Even still, you just can't let a guy like CJ Stroud get away. Exactly. Because there's, exactly. There's, there's a plethora. I think a plethora of, of of defensive linemen, which they also need, receivers, which they also need. It's a deep class in both in both spots. I yeah, think, I feel like you can get a really solid guy at either position later, but you're not going to get CJ Stroud later. Exactly. You get Bingo. him now. You get him now, and and unless you just absolutely think that what is it, Davis Mills is your guy? <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you think that, then you'll probably be picking second next year. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. So we both got CJ. Let's now let's just let's just go through the top five here and just talk through that, and then we'll get you know onto um, the rest of landing spots for the rest of our guys and whatnot. So Arizona. Now, what's fascinating about this Arizona pick is you and I have talked off record here. I'm, I really love Joel Klatt. I, for the most part, everything Joel Klatt has said regarding his mock draft. With everything he has said regarding college football, I'm like, yes, that makes so yeah. much sense. But he does something in his mock draft to me that makes no sense. He has got the Indianapolis Colts trading up with Arizona, basically, and swapping spots. Right? Yeah, that just does not make uh, <laughs> does not make a lot of sense to me. Let's see One if I spot. can. Yeah, let's see if I can find his commentary on that. On why he does does that, I don't know if there's anything out there. Yeah, he's got it as a projected trade with 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 the Colts. I listened to the whole podcast, but I, I don't remember why. But they he's got them trading up to secure Anthony Richardson. And there's no just no think, risk of the Cardinals taking Anthony Richardson. So no risk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that doesn't make any sense to me. So what if you're Arizona right here? What are you doing? Gosh, dude, talk about, you know, just like the way the Texans have needs. They have just fallen apart from the inside out. Kyler Murray's not living up. You got guys galore requesting trades, requesting out of town. This is probably a true spot where you're looking for the best available that fits your biggest need. I mean, it could be, I mean, you couldn't go wrong taking Will Anderson here if, if you think he's the best available. You couldn't go wrong taking a receiver, taking whatever you value as the, the best receiver. You could probably trade down and get a really good receiver if you want to go that route. And I mentioned receiver because you've got DeAndre Hopkins that's been requesting a trade as well, or maybe he was one of the first to do it. I don't know. But, yeah. man, just talk about all the needs there. I think I would try to give Kyler Murray a weapon because th their offense has just been so bad at times. And, you know, there's also been a Hopkins suspension mixed in there. That, that was a factor for sure. If you miss the first half of the season, that's going to – almost secure a, a bad start. And if you don't bounce back from that, you're going to be picking in the top five or top 10 every year. So I'm just looking for whatever's the best available. If I'm taking a receiver, I think that I've got, I've talked myself into Jackson Smith and Jigba being the best receiver. Um, I think he's super dynamic. I think he's got less mileage on, on, on the legs and on his body from, mm -hmm. from missing most of the season, if not all. So that's probably what I would do is, is look for an offensive weapon or again, maybe a Will Anderson, something to, to get some defense going. I just don't think that I don't think that I think Kyler Murray can do enough for them offensively. They just don't have anything defensive. They got nothing. They yeah. need, they need interior D linemen. They need edge rushers. They need I don't think they have, they've got no corners. 
I mean, no. they have corners on the rosters, but they're 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 not worth anything. Yeah, I, I think I think you get an immediate impact player in Will Anderson, mm-hmm. who, who can who who just needs to continue to beat one on one. You know, beat that beat that tackle. But we we saw the the impact that Derek Barnett had on had for us, right? Just yeah. by being a pass rusher. Mm-hmm. I, I think Will Anderson is that type of player at the next level. That kind of impact. They just lost JJ Watt. They don't they don't have a tier D lineman. I, they're in trouble on the defensive yeah. side. I like the idea of an offensive weapon for them, yeah. but I think it makes so much more sense for Will Anderson. So if if you're them though, what are you doing? Are you going Will or are you going something else? Yeah, probably Will Anderson. Depending on how you how you view Jalen Carter with his dramatic offseason, maybe him because you're right on the they need the interior as well. I mean, you can you can there's like more high value reward from an outside guy if you want to take Anderson um, yeah. and get get there from the outside than the inside, but. Yeah, I mean, probably I get probably defense because they. You're right; they literally have nothing there. I I don't know if there's a corner in this class worth the third spot. I just don't know the class that well. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're primarily about to look at the the quarterbacks and such anyway. So probably an Anderson or maybe like I said, a Jalen Carter. Your best corners on the board are the Gonzalez kid from Oregon, the Witherspoon kid from Illinois. Oh, real quick, I thought there was another one potential first round corner. Oh yeah, Joey Porter from Penn State. Keely Ringo is going to go early because of that time. Keely Ringo, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deontay Banks from Maryland, Branch from Bama. Mm-hmm. Those could all be first round guys. And is there any more? Is there any more? I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm looking. You mentioned Keely. If if there is, I just don't know that they're top five just because of position needs and and who's picking. Maybe you swap spots with someone just to get down. To a more accurate spot for one of those corners, I don't, I don't know, because yeah. they definitely. You're correct; they need corners badly as as much as anything on that defense. Yeah. All right, so we we got Will Anderson, both Arizona. So far, we're 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 together. Now this leads us to Indy. Yes. You yes. want to go first? You want to go first? <laughs> sure. Hey, well, we, I just whoa, 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 whoa. You're going to go first, but I just need to tell the people. Listen, listen, y'all. We have advertised. On pandemonium reigns, it's it's in the Spotify bio, the Apple Podcast bio. Warning: Mike is angry. Stop smiling and get pissed off, dude. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm there. I'm there. Okay. Oh, <sighs> hate Indy. God, I hate Arsay. He's an idiot and a clown and a freaking my gosh, man. He's just a moron and he's gonna fall in love with Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. Oh, he has. He already has. And and I think it's Anthony Richardson. I think that's what he's gonna do because. Let's let's just use the reasons for for what we do in this draft: size, athleticism, age. He's younger than Levis. He's younger than he's right there with the the youngest of the quarterback prospects in this range. That's what Ursay is going to do. And I don't think that Richardson could play the position at the NFL. I just don't get it. I mean, mm-hmm. inconsistency is his middle name in, at the college level. Mm-hmm. Throwing it to the wrong team now. Maybe he's a little bit more. Maybe he's a little safer with the ball. I think he could be safer with the ball than Will Levis. I think Levis is maybe the worst prospect I've ever seen get this type of buzz that he's gotten. But and and, and Richardson has the athleticism more so than Levis. Ursay is a clown, and he's going to fall in love with one of those guys. Like you said, he already has. I think he's going to take Richardson there because of the reasons that that we've seen for breaking other guys down in this draft. That's what I think he's going to do. I think it's going to be terrible two or so years and they'll be looking again for a quarterback and, and seeing what veteran is out there that, that can end his career in Indy uh, doing very bad at the sport of football. 
yeah. I just can't stand them, and I think that's what they're going to do. And it's going to be a perfect marriage because I can't stand them for Anthony Richardson or Will Levis to go there. Y'all, <laughs> it's going to be Anthony Richardson in my mind, and it makes no sense to me. I don't understand, just like the Bryce Young narrative, why we continue to fall for this. He's got small hands. Oh, but my gosh, did you see what he did at Pro Day? Look what they do every year at Pro Day. Every every year, there's some kind of jaw-dropping throw, right? We saw it with Zach Wilson last year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look, look, what the, look what Zach Wilson has done for the Jets. Look what, the, <laughs> look what the Jets have done for Zach Wilson. I mean, you can double-edged sword there. Yeah. But the, the point remains, when are we going to stop? Look at the film. When, when is the film going to matter? Never. Never. It's never going to matter. So with that said, Indianapolis is going to take Anthony Richardson. Now, if you're Indy, what are you doing? Uh, no, I, if, what I'm doing is if, if quarterback is going to be my first pick and Bryce Young and CJ Stroud come off the board, I'm going to take a, a, a few steps back in the draft because – we're gonna get there, but I don't quite see Hinton Hooker being a top, you know, a top five pick. But I do have Hinton Hooker as the third best quarterback in this draft. At worst, that's just where I'm at. Yeah, there's a little bias, but film, accuracy, mechanics, leadership, all these things that that actually matter in football. Yeah, I think Hinton's the best, the third best quarterback in the draft. I don't see him being a top ten pick. Maybe I try to fall back, but at that time, at the same time, you take the risk of somebody pulling the trigger on him. You know, I mean, he's gotten more first as the way that Levis got all the buzz and the way that I've torn that down just on this episode alone. Hendon has shot up in the same way over the last month or or six weeks or so. Mm -hmm. So I'm falling back a little bit, probably to to get Hendon where I think I can later. Yeah, and and doing that, but I I think they're going to take Richardson. For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I like that idea of trading back. They also have needs at offensive line. Yeah. And they have needs at corner. I, can, I think they're losing – or they traded away Stephon Gilmore. That sounds correct. Right. Is there an offensive lineman worthy enough to be a top four pick? So your options would be Paris Johnson at Ohio State. Yes, the uh, Northwestern Peter, kid. Peter Skaronsky or – Skaronsky, I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry, kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, Broderick Jones will be pro- – he's he's getting that talk a little bit later in the first round. If Darnell Wright was a left tackle, he would be up there. I mean, he would be way up there. I, I do think he'll play right tackle as he did so well in his junior in his senior year at Tennessee. But, uh, you know, it would be Paris Johnson or the Skaronsky kid from Northwestern if you take right. a tackle at that spot. Right. So They'll probably be the first gone. For the sake of conversations, because if we start doing things where we trade out and stuff like that, this we're yeah. we're, we're never we're going to get into a spider web, but we're going to get oh lost. yeah. So you don't trade out of this pick. You're GM of Indy. What are you doing? If I'm not trading out of it, I am taking whoever I value as the best tackle. If you if you want to go left tackle, it's probably the kid from Ohio State or Northwestern. Okay, I'm fair. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Same principle here with with Seattle at the fifth overall pick. Gotcha. Now, all the commentary, I I know they need a quarterback. Again, I'm kind of in the same predicament as I was for Indy, where I don't don't like Richardson. I don't like Levis. I don't think – I think you can get Hendon a little later. I mean, I do think he's the third-best quarterback. Seattle also picks at 20, where Hendon might still be available, and Richardson probably isn't. Maybe Levis is. 
if I'm staying in that spot, there were also needs along the defensive line, kind of bolstering that, bringing back what they've had there before. Mm -hmm. I'm probably looking at, you know, if there's a bananas chance that Will Anderson's still available, if Jalen Carter's still available and I'm not turned off by the offseason he's had, which I personally kind of am, then that's where I'm going because I think when you have two picks in the first round like Seattle does, like Detroit does, you can wait a little later in the process and, and identify your quarterback at that point or take less of a chance of of a top five pick and, you know, the worst happening. Yeah, yeah. I think it's easy for me. I think it's Tyree Wilson. It's that edge rusher out of out Texas of, Tech. Texas, uh, yeah, out of Texas Tech. I think I think everything you see with Will Anderson, you also get with Tyree Wilson. He yeah. was Wilson was or Wilson. Will Anderson was just the benefactor of being on Bama, and, mm-hmm. and Wilson is a Red Raider. Okay, yep. His frame, his size, he's massive. Okay, Joe Clatt loves him. You go watch his film, which I got to do a little bit last week. The dude, the dude. He can come off the edge. He can shoot inside to the BNC gaps. He's fantastic. I'm taking if I'm Seattle and he's on the board, or if it's vice versa, Will Anderson, whichever whichever one is on the board is the one I'm taking. Yeah, having yep. two picks in the first round, absolutely. Yep, 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 yep. So let's transition now that we've done the top five, you know, a little bit and tackled <laughs> a little a little bit, pun intended there. How do you how do you want to do this? I mean, <laughs> this is for one. I challenge anybody out there to tackle this project of predicting how this might unfold. I would yeah. love to be, I would love to be Todd McShay or Mel Kiper. Oh get, gosh, get paid to be wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Mel Kiper was was out there saying if which quarterback is it? He said if he busts, I'll retire. Of course, he hasn't. Who would in that scenario? Right. I can't remember which quarterback it was. It, you know, we were looking at him side eyes for sure when he said it. But yeah, yeah it'd be a great job. Be, be almost be like being a weatherman for sure. <laughs> a little bit more money involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so let's let's talk about the beloved Vols. Like, how do you? Let's do it. Where do you like Hendon landing? Where do you think he's going to land? Talk to me. So, I, when I when I think about Hendon, and I don't necessarily do this for the all of the other balls. When I think about Hendon, I just want whatever situation is best. Like I can get past my deep seated hate of Seattle for what they did to Peyton just in that one Super Bowl, and then kind of how hot they were for a minute. If Seattle takes him, I'll forgive them for everything. I'll forgive Pete Carroll for leaving USC, causing Lane Kiffin to bolt. I will drop it all, man. I'm I'm telling you, it's over. You're forgiven. For Hendon, I don't. I mean, I really do think Seattle is one of the best spots out there. They have they've built a team the way that it should be built before. Now Pete Carroll's getting on up there in age. I don't know how much of a piece was the the management of the team and how much was him. So you could look at it that maybe that their window has closed until they kind of reboot it all. Head coach, everything. I really like Seattle for Hendon because they have the two picks. They could pick him at twenty if he's still available. I really like. Detroit, the emergence that they've had there, having, again, two first-round picks that kind of proved us all wrong and and turned the page a little bit last year. But there's a a slew of places that I like as I spit all over my screen, uh, a slew of places that I like for Hendon. I mean, if you just get past, like, the top ten, you got Green Bay. I mean, are they going to ride with Jordan Love for a long time? Mm. You got Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers likes Jordan Love. Sure. I mean, sure he does, but we'll see. You know, we'll see what he's got. 
I like the commanders again with the ownership change with with things change they they need some change there did they they've got Eric Bieniemy at offensive coordinator which was another kind of weird move the commanders are a place where I could see him thriving um Tampa Bay has been a hot hot they've been a hot topic for Hendon all along ever since kind of you know it was it was over with with Brady because again are they going to ride with Kyle Trask for the long term what are they going to do I'm looking for opportunity for Hendon looking for teams that have been successful, which would exclude the Lions, um, and you know teams that I believe will be looking to build a team the way that it should be built from the trenches, giving the quarterback weapons, and obviously having defense covered. Yeah. So I spouted off two, four, six, eight teams at the top of the episode that said needs quarterback. Carolina, Houston, Indy are now off the board, right? Yeah. Uh, they no longer need quarterback. They've taken their pick. <clears throat> you can make an argument that Will Levis will fall to seven with the Raiders. Yeah, there's an opportunity there. There's an opportunity for him to fall. Now, if he doesn't go seventh, there's a chance he falls to the second round altogether. Yeah, there is. I think there's a strong chance. However, we're yeah. talking. We're talk- okay, so we're talking about Hendon. I don't think that the Raiders take Hendon at seven. Mm-hmm. I don't think I, I, I can see your possibility of, of Seattle taking him at 20. Yeah. Like we said with Bryce Young, I feel like I'm over the place right now. The narrative, small, short, whatever. Oh, but Hooker is old. You know, he's got the knee. Why is this still a conversation? I mean, yeah. <clears throat> technology is so advanced that I'm whatever, whatever. Yeah. And so, so you're telling me you don't want a mature adult day one in your in your locker room. All right. Exactly. Okay, fine, whatever. Anyway, exactly. I, I don't know how to see this logically. I don't know how to see this with unbiased eyes. I don't know how to view Hendon landing. It's my partiality towards Hendon. I don't want him as a Jet. I don't really want him as a Raider. I don't yeah. Think, I like the idea of him, him as a Viking. I think in the second yes. round, I think that's a high possibility. Yeah. But I really, I think, I think the place, the way that you spoke about him – I believe towards Washington being a good scenario for, or Seattle, 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 whatever. I see that same way through Tampa Bay. Yeah. I really, <clears throat> I, I like that in my heart and I like that in my mind. Yeah. Sounds like not everybody is on board with Kyle Trask in Tampa Bay. Yeah. So I love that. I love that. And for all the people out there who've said, well, the benefactor of, of the offensive stuff. Okay. Go watch one game, go watch Florida. Florida sticks out to me the most of where he was going through progressions. He broke a long run. If you notice in that run, um, from the camera angle, it's it's uh, he breaks out. Uh, everything kind of clusters on him, and he breaks out of, of the pile to the left and sprints down the left sideline or gets to the left sideline. Notice him go through check one, check two, check three. It collapses. He gets out. He runs. Yeah. So, so let's stop <clears throat> with this narrative that – Receivers just wide open. I mean, w- look at look at when he's under pressure and some of the throws he makes. to dude's in stride. So let's just yeah. let's just let's just stop that. He's incredibly accurate with the ball, right? Yeah, Whatever. super super accurate. And now you're going to slow down, slow things down for him. I mean, that could that could be a benefit for him. But whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. We don't know what we're talking about. I like him. I like him at Tampa Bay. I, I, I yeah. love this. And 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 officially, once Anthony Richardson 
is taken by the Colts. I really, really loved that. I love the idea of Hooker being a Colt. Peyton was a Colt. I loved that. I was ready to yeah. fall in love with that all over again. Ursay's going to ruin that for us. I'm out on the Colts. I'm all in on Tampa Bay. Yeah. I think I think if if he's not gone by because Seattle picks right after if if barring trades, Seattle picks at 20, Tampa Bay at 19. If he's not gone by 20 to Seattle, I think he's got just a couple of 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 chances to still sneak into the first round with Minnesota at 23 because they would Mm -hmm. be taking a massive risk counting on him being available in the second. Yeah. Yeah. And then no, I don't I don't hear much talk about this one. It makes a ton of sense to me, but the Saints at 29. That's a lot safer than a top 15, top 10 pick, especially for a quarterback, especially for one that, that these analysts have, have deemed old and, you know, he's, he's battling injury and all that. I think that one makes a ton of sense. I don't see any long-term options in New Orleans. So mm-hmm. that, that one makes sense to me. But if, again, if he doesn't go by 20, could be second round hidden. And I think that would be fantastic for him because he's just going to have a massive chip on the shoulder. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I can't wait for it. I'm ready. I'm ready to be on board with whoever he lands with. Though. Ready to buy. Yeah. Ready to buy a jersey. <clears throat> Let's talk. Uh, who we think the next person? Uh, Darnell Wright, baby. Yeah, Darnell Wright. He's he's a first rounder. No. First rounder locked. I mean, he is. Might as well go to the bank right now and just he's getting ready to add a lot of commas and a lot of zeros into whatever account he's got right yeah. now. Yeah. I personally think that around nine. To the Bears is is probably his ceiling. The Bears traded down. They I think they were picking first or second. They were very high in terms of where they were going to pick, and they traded down to nine already. I think that's how Carolina got up there to one. Um, I, I view nine with Chicago as his ceiling. Could be higher. I mean, if a team falls in love with him and they they think he could maybe still have some left tackle in him or something, you know. Now, if he doesn't go at nine and the Titans pass on Darnell Wright, I might just – I mean, they might be dead to me. Because they pick at 11, two picks later. Yeah. Maybe he goes before then. Again, that would be fine. If he if he's still on the board at 11, all the offensive line needs that you have in Nashville, they're going to be dead to me if, if they don't go with Darnell. I, well, I could, well, prepare for it because they're not going to take him. If if this falls the way that you're saying, they're going to take that kid out of Northwestern. Yeah, they, they probably will. I mean, that's, that's probably what they'll do. And, I mean, and again, then, I'm just preparing for them to be dead. And then the Jets are going to turn around at 13 and take Paris Johnson. And I guarantee you, the Pats, it's going to come down to the Patriots between Darnell and Broderick Jones. And I'm going to lean that they go Jones. They they do like their Bulldogs up there. Yes. And I'm going to tell you, and I'm going to predict that Wright falls to the Steelers at 17. I could, I could totally see that happening. I, I just think he's, man, what he did this year, I think you, I think you go with that. Uh, again, if he was a left tackle, man, he would be pushing these quarterbacks, I think, for real. But, um, you know, I, again, I think nine's a ceiling. And if he doesn't go at nine, it's going to just be a matter of, of minutes before he's gone. Yeah, but would love to see him again as a Steeler. Don't love the idea as him as, him as a Pat, a Patriot, um, or a Jet. Yeah. Love that idea as, as him as a Steeler. Let's talk Jalen Hot. Let's do it. My man, Jaylee. Kind of, again, the – the high spot that I could see him going, which would be anti everything they've done for my gosh, decades, would be thirteen at the at the Packers um, per ESPN's order that I've got here. Um, it's not their nature; <laughs> they mm-hmm. didn't give uh, Rogers near enough weapons to work with. So, I mean, it would be weird, kind of, if they did, and mm-hmm. it would be a very, you know, a very high spot for Jalen. 
I think if it gets down to the there again the the twenty range, I think it'll it'll start being that you know like like Darnell if the uh, if the Titans and the Bears pass, I think it'll just be minutes because I think receivers are going to go. Mm-hmm. I think the receivers are top heavy. So many places in the twenties that makes sense for me. I mean, the Chargers get him with Justin Herbert. I mean, Herbert's got one of those arms you can just unleash. So if he gets behind somebody, you know, you're just mm-hmm. hit him in stride. I mean, think about all the way down last pick of the first round, the the Chiefs. I mean, they've had so many offensive weapons like this. I don't know if they'll go that direction, but I mean, there's just so many places where they can bolster their receiver room. They can add some speed to it in that 20 plus range. And I think that's where he's going to go. The argument you're going to hear on Thursday night is, can he get off of press coverage, right? Can he, can he, can he get open without a free release at the line of scrimmage? Okay, whatever. I think the place I like him the most, there's two places. It's that 30th spot. It's that 31st spot. Especially with the 31st spot, Kansas City Chiefs. Can yes, you, Can absolutely. you imagine? You've, now, you've got somebody again. Think about all their weapons. Think about all their weapons that they have. If you've got somebody who can, again, take the top off for that offense, his, his, his impact might not reflect the numbers if he's a Chief, but his impact will be fantastic because Mahomes can do everything up underneath. I mean, oh, yeah. Um, Just clearing out room for all those other guys. Yes, yes. I think there's a really strong chance we see him go at pick 25 to the Giants. Really, they, really strong chance. They need a receiver in a bad way if they're going to continue the the little run they had this year. Yeah. I think your first receiver off the board is going to be Smith and Juba, like we've already alluded to. And I think it's going to be at the 12th spot to the Texans. I think I think they're going to take Stroud. I think they're going to partner him up with Smith, Smith and Jigba. And I think it makes so much sense if you're the Texans. I can't. I can't love that path enough. I mean, it doesn't hurt that I that I had a man crush on Joe Burrow coming out of LSU. The things that he did there didn't hurt anything. <laughs> yeah, but the way that it worked for them, you know, it's it's kind of sa- the same. They've got a new head coach. The way that the Bengals were, I mean, they were hiring and firing. They were a turnstile of coaches there for a while. But I, I love that path of getting someone that your QB knows and and just pairing them up from day one in the league. Of course, you'll have to surround them with so many other pieces. Look at the way the Bengals had to do that. If you mm-hmm. don't do that, you'll get them killed, or mm-hmm. you will, you know, you'll just be a top 10 picking team for the rest of your existence. So, yeah, love, I love that idea. I kind of hope it's the way it plays out. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see, I can see Hyatt as a, as a giant at 25. I, I think if he doesn't go with that 25 spot, if he doesn't go with that 31 spot, I think he falls to the second. He I don't know. For sure. I, I don't know if anybody else is going to take him. Hope I'm wrong. Yeah. You, you, you could possibly see him go really early second round to the Texans if the Texans don't get their guy that they want at the 12th spot. Yeah. That's a high possibility. Uh, the Colts could do it at 35. There's a, there's a lot of possibilities, but I think I like him the most. And this is like, I feel like I'm dreaming up a Madden team right here, like a fantasy <laughs> draft. You know, I, th- I just, yeah, I think he can have the most impact day one impact as a Kansas city chief. And I even like him as a, as an Eagle. I, I'm the, the, the two type of offensive play callers that you have in Philadelphia and Kansas city. Yeah. I, I really, I really like that for him. Absolutely. Pair him up with a guy like Justin Jefferson though. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness, dude. I mean, they're, be... they're picking at 23. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, they like, I, I mean, seriously, if he, 
there's so many spots, 20 to 31, because I think the, the Dolphins lost their first round pick in the, the tampering scandal. But mm-hmm. uh, there's so many places after 20 in the first round where I'm like, yep, that makes sense. Yep, that makes sense. I could see that happening. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, if I, I think if you if you look at your team and you're in that spot and you have a receiver like Justin Jefferson, like, I mean, like the, the Chiefs having so many weapons, mm-hmm. you know, Buffalo. I mean, Buffalo. They have Stephon Diggs on one side. I mean, yeah. come on. Yeah. Put him out yeah. there and, and you're just going to create matchup problems on both sides of your field. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I like a lot of the possibilities, as we've said, for Hyatt. Gonna be gonna be fun to watch. Most excited I've been for an NFL draft in a very long decade. time. Decade. That very is very much a, sh- a decade. That's very much a shot at us as well. Yeah. Byron Young. This one's this one's tough. Man, it is tough. This one's really tough. There is a there is a place that kind of pops out to me, but I'm really curious to know because I don't want to sound ignorant. I'm really <laughs> curious to know. I'm gonna make you th- stick your head out first. <laughs> yeah, uh, one of these teams, one of these blue collar teams, like the Steelers, plus the way that they love Tennessee Vols. They love drafting them. They love getting down here to see pro day and do all that. The Saints are kind of the same way. They're not quite as blue collar as the Steelers are. Um, some of those places just make so much sense. But the uh, the other place that's that's very similar in the way that they were within the last decade is Seattle, man. I mean, they it just I could just envision Byron Young in that Seattle blue and green and coming off the edge there, causing problems in that division. I mean, it, it just so vivid in my mind looking ahead. But I think it's going to be – I mean, I, I think there's going to be a lot of teams that are just shocked by the value that they get and what these analysts would call another old player and – Yada yada yada, but I mean, look at his motor and look at his just straight athleticism and speed. He's mm-hmm. obviously, you know, if he was, if again, if he was younger, if he had done it for longer, he'd probably be a, one of these first round guys like we're talking about. But that's not the case, and I think someone's just going to get a lot of value. Probably in my mind, mid fourth round at the latest. I think his best bet would be to climb into the second round. I just don't know how feasible it is. But I mean, there's just so many of those places that that just they love their vols, and I don't I don't know why we've not given them. A ton of reason to. Obviously, the the Steelers have have had very successful balls. Cam Sutton, Ramon Foster, you know, there's more. But I mean, something like that just makes so much sense for me for Byron with his story. Hmm. That's fascinating. So you've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I got seven teams written down who need a who need an edge guy. And I don't know that Byron Young is going to be as successful with his hand in the dirt. I think you're going to see him thrive in a three four scheme. If yeah. you put if you put him in a four three. I think that's gonna. That's not his best place to excel. Yeah. So one of these teams that needs an edge rusher, Arizona. I think they take Will Anderson. I don't think they're interested in Byron Young. The second team, as we did in our top five, is Seattle. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and eliminate them because I think they go Tyree Wilson, and I don't think they're gonna take another edge rusher. Yeah. That leaves Atlanta, Kansas City, the Chargers, Philadelphia, and Tennessee. There's two places. One that really kind of pops off to me, and another one very close that makes me go, man, I think this is a strong possibility. I don't think the Chargers do it. I think Philly is going to ask him to put his hand in the dirt more, so I think they're going to say, I don't think Byron's our guy. Yeah. Not that they might not like him or whatever. I like him. I really, 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 really like him to the Titans at 41. Yeah. I mean, that would be so – They've traded out Bud Dupree, right? Yeah, I think I think that's the I think that's the 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 guy to fill those shoes. What were you about to say? 
No, that that just makes so much sense. Uh, you know, historically the Titans don't draft a ton of balls for whatever reason, probably because of the they they probably let the bad outweigh the good, if you will, and <laughs> and and that's been the case, like we've talked about here. But yeah, I mean, it makes so much sense. You're losing a guy. You're bringing in. You could bring in a rookie veteran if that makes any sense with the with COVID eligibility with Byron's unique story. I mean, just look at again. Look at the tools that he can bring. Look at what he's worked against. He's worked against some of the best in 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 college football. Mm-hmm. So yeah. much to like about that, and I, I think that's a really good second round opportunity for him. Like I, yeah. like I said, I think that's a ceiling. But I mean, I think that's a, a very good spot for him. Yeah, the second place I really really like it. Like forty one jumps off to me. Forty four, I really like that. The Falcons are picking up forty four. Yeah, I mean. They, they're kind of like Arizona a lot. They need so many things. I mean, some people yeah. even have them taken under the quarterback, and they just took Ritter a year or two ago. I mean, they have yeah. so many needs. I guess it was last year. I guess he was a rookie this year. Uh, they just have so many needs. They need speed on offense. They need defensive pieces. Yeah, yeah. it makes a lot of sense there as well because, again, you bring – I think you bring more value where you lose that young guy, that age factor. You bring in a guy that's that's seen it all mm-hmm. and and – just coach him up, turn him loose, let him do his thing. I think that makes a lot of sense too. Yeah. So those are the places that I like. Where do you where do you think he lands? What do you what do you think is going to happen? I've just got that that Pittsburgh scenario, man. Somewhere okay. in the second round. Just, Tomlin is like a like a honorary VFL. He just is. And or maybe it's not Mike Tomlin. Maybe maybe it's someone in their scouting department or something like that, but they are like their their third color. Their alternate jersey would be orange. It just would. <laughs> and I've just got that scenario locked in my mind for some reason. Yeah. Um. You know they've got some really good pieces. They've had some really good pieces along their defense front. So maybe they're looking to just add more to it and stock up there. But that's just somewhere that sticks out to me because of this scenario that I keep hammering in the ground. Yeah. I believe that if he is still on the board going into the third round, that the Titans take him at seventy two. Yeah, that's what I think is going to happen. I think he falls out of the second round. I don't think I don't think anybody grabs him. Yeah, I I think they see the value in him. I don't think that they see a second round value in him. Right? I yeah. Think they, I think people are going to look at it and say, "I believe we can get him later." I think that's what's going to happen. I'm going to predict that he ends up a Titan at at 72. But I Kansas City needs it. Yeah. They they need they need an edge rusher. Yes, I, they do. I I I'll, I'll I will I will say this. Not that I will be shocked if he falls past forty. So you're saying forty nine Steelers? I really like Falcons forty four. I really like Titans forty one. If he falls past that, I'm not going to be shocked. I think I'm going to be disappointed because I'm like, yeah. man, there was there was that chance. Yeah. But anyway, but anyway, are we missing any other balls? Am I? Solon Page. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, there's a uh, there's a fascinating conversation about Cedric Tillman. I mean, and and Jerome Steady. Carvin. Seti. The, the thing about the bias that I'm having right now is I also see Carvin just being Ramon Foster 2.0 as a Steeler. That's yeah. again, that's just locked in my mind. Yeah, surely to goodness, you've got to look at his stability. He never gets penalized. He never gives up sacks. You've got to look at that. You've got to take him. It's it's a disgrace that he wasn't at the combine. But mm-hmm. yes, I mean, Cedric Tillman is more NFL ready than Jalen Hyde is. There, there's not many questions. I mean, you know, he's not still got a rolled ankle. I mean, that yeah. was the question. So he's yeah. more NFL ready than Jalen Hyde. Doesn't yeah. have that same speed. Not many guys do. 
especially in just this draft class alone as, yeah. as a hot, as some of those fastest guys. Yeah. But I mean, he is more draft ready. I, you know, if I definitely think his, his window for being a first round draft pick has passed just with the year that he had, that was not even mentioning the start to his career that he had where he, he didn't do much until, you know, 2021. Right. So it's, it's really hard to look down the draft line and see who's it going to be. But I mean, He's just got – I mean, he's got jump ball ability. He, he can set you up and run past you with his route running ability. Mm-hmm. It'll be fascinating to see where he lands. I can. Make, I feel like I can make a pretty confident prediction on Cedric Tillman. I okay. feel really confident. I am prepared to be wrong, obviously, because this is, this is a crapshoot. <laughs> I feel really confident. Round three, pick 86, Baltimore. Baltimore needs a they, – they've got to get a weapon, man. I mean, they have to get a weapon. The, uh, yet another place where they pick in the twenties that Hyatt could go because they could also use the speed of Hyatt. But he's yeah. not going first round. I mean, I don't think so. But you know, if there if there's a run on the receivers, if it, if it were to play out that way, sure. But yeah, Baltimore makes a lot of sense, man. I mean, even even in Lamar's time there, they've had guys that you just throw it up to and, and let them make yeah. a play on it. Yeah, it just yeah. makes so much sense. So yeah. I really, really like that spot if it were to play out that way. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I think that's what's going to happen. Now, I will say we have seen crazier things happen, like you know Chicago trading up for Mitchell Trubisky, passing <laughs> on Deshaun Watson, I believe. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's that. <laughs> what Are, can you do? Is, is Watson still mad at the Bears for doing that? I mean, he could, he could, he, he would have not messed with Texas. He really would have not messed with Texas. Now, he was messing around all over the place, so you never know. <laughs> Swallow my water. Wow. <laughs> Before I spit it. Well, it's, it's going to be fun. Either way, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited. we got small group on Thursday. I'm excited to hang out with everybody and tell them to get the heck out of my house so I can turn on the NFL draft. Unless they're interested, then stay all you want to. Bring cookies. <laughs> Very much looking forward to it. Would love for you to let us know in the comments what you think. Respond back to us. I mean, it's a crapshoot. Who really knows? Who really knows? I mean, you you can sit here and say that that the GM of the Houston Texans knows, but he doesn't. He doesn't know what the Panthers are doing, right? Exactly. He and this know. is about to – the way we've talked about it, not the draft not being as fun for us for so long, it's about to be a recruiting tool like you wouldn't even imagine. Yes. By the time the first three rounds are over. If, if Tennessee slips one or two, get, miracles happen even three into the first round, Yeah, recruiting should skyrocket. No kidding. Make it happen. Make it happen. Here is to hoping before we sign off that the Colts take Hooker at four. I'll forget. I'll forget. Even Ursay can be forgiven by me. I would do it in that situation. Doing that little jig that uh, John Cena is doing all over TikTok right now. I don't know if you've seen these <laughs> clips, but it, just, yeah. it cracks me up with the headsets on. Hey, we love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. This has been an Orange Cast by Pandemonium Rain. So thank you so, so much for hanging out with us. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow. Uh, it does numbers, pun intended for us, when you like, when you follow, when you do that, when you comment. Just do it. Don't don't, don't, don't be that guy, okay? Just, just do it. Just do it. We love you guys. God bless. Go balls. GBO.